go. I said we too turned up, too turned up. Tune in the radio, you know we too turned up, too turned up, too too turned up. Yeah, you're on the radio, you know we too turned up. Let's get it, too turned up. Yeah, too turned up. Yeah, you're on the radio, you know we too turned up, too turned up. Yeah, we too turned up. Tune in the radio, you know we too turned up. TooTurnedUp.com, the liveest radio show with the liveest host. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, what's your boy, Rain Banquo? We back again for another edition of Two Turned Up. And it's the boy, Els Falco. We in here, Sly Guys. You're done, Noah. So what's good with you, Els Falco? How you making out in these Atlanta streets? You know, always doing my thing, always hard at work and trying to figure out the next thing. And... <laughs> I'm always looking at things that's happening as well. And one thing that's definitely wilding right now in the streets is what is Little Wayne doing? What is he doing, man? Little Wayne just sold his masters along with Young Money's masters for a hundred million dollars to Universal. Is that is that a good thing or is that a this is a very tipping of scales thing, depending on your perspective. Now, elaborate. Most people definitely think he's lost his damn mind. You're Little Wayne, one of the greatest rappers. Young Money consists of Nicki Minaj, Drake, and of right. course certain other songs. People, you know, very. Strong songs that will acquire the money over the years. That's a very strong catalog, if not the strongest out there. True. With that said, 100 mil straight. You know, it's crazy because it's not like Lil Wayne does not have money. He just recently got more money on top of the already having money he just had. But you know having money is addictive, bro. Once you have money, you want to keep getting more and more and more. That's true, but then it's like, what's the surplus? A lot of people don't know that uh, Lil Wayne recently pled guilty on a handgun case, um, so it's possible jail time. But you know, of course, didn't you already go to jail for that? <laughs> a lot of people are repeat offenders. That's what the term comes in. Yo, who we got around him, bro? I I don't know. Hey, I yo, feel like give, give me what I make now a year, bro. And I'll be your man's. So I'll hold you down with a gun. Mm. Yeah, I'm like, he needs some friends. I'd have took the charge for well, you. I ain't, I ain't gonna take the charge. <laughs> I'm gonna be the one legally have the gun for you. <laughs> Alright, well that's 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 better. <laughs> I'm thinking from the hood niggas perspective. <laughs> <laughs> what you think? Hey, you about to do twenty years for this nigga? It ain't gonna be twenty. <laughs> if how it's your how much money you try to get paid? Hey man, hey man, if it's your first offense, I don't think it's that long. But hey man, you know, automatically meal in your hand. <laughs> ain't worth twenty years of your life. It ain't gonna be twenty years. You didn't shoot up anybody, and you y'all wasn't doing anything, so no, it's but, gonna be less. But as long as you ain't a felon and you got the proper identification, yeah, sort of, you good. That it's too. Not, it's not illegal. That too. It's just niggas be doing illegal shit for no reason, bro. I don't get it. You're a millionaire, bro. Actually, I I think, I'm not sure. I think I read that it might have been a gift. Oh, it 
was like a, a special kind of gun. Yeah, it was like a golden gun, and they they um got well, on a could, plane. Well, he could try to say that it wasn't like a like a weapon. It was like a collector's item or something like that. Well, hopefully, he got a good lawyer. Should that says that, but I think that's what it was. Like he already been to jail for the guns. I don't think he was trying to be. I'm turned up in his bed, don't you? He was just had a gun as a present, I think, and they raided the plane and they found the gun. And it's like, oh, you're not supposed to have a gun. You're a felon, and that's why he pled guilty. It's like I'm not, like you know. Word. I think that's what happened. Hey man, I'm sorry to hear that though. So it's it's really just unfortunate, but it still doesn't make any sense to why he's deciding. Oh, I just want a hundred mil right now because he has money. So so look though, food for thought. I remember listening to a, a, a interview, and Irv Gotti was saying he owned like fifty percent of all his masters for all the murder inquiries from back in the day, and he was saying he make like three hundred to five hundred thousand a year based on of the uh, publishing for all that music. So like, if Little Wayne keep his joint, I'm sure he could do the same. So yes, that's slow though, making that kind of money every year. It take him what? 15, 20 years, well, uh, even longer. That's a hundred mil. Nah. So I, I understand, like, shit, we just cash out right real, real quick. It would, but then again, we don't, I would say this. For one, we don't know the percentage. He has, it, it said he was like, you know, very strong in the percentage of Nicki Minaj, and he had Drake stuff all the way up to 2018. I don't know the percentage he has of everything, the but he said he, he was the grand majority of Nicki Minaj, which right. is really strong. And um, all is to say is he might actually, because his music is newer and after Irv Gotti's, if you really think about it, he might be getting a little bit more than Irv Gotti because his stuff is still recent and they probably definitely still playing those things. So that is it's like this. If he keeps it, that hundred mil is guaranteed. But I get no, getting people, it now. People got to play that music. If nobody's not playing it, listening to it, then there's no checks. But I'm sure I'm sure. I'm 100% sure people are playing that music. You talking about... The last time you listened to Nicki Minaj's first CD and streamed it on Spotify, you ain't never did that. For one, yeah. I probably listened to Nicki Minaj's CD one time. I'm a guy. It's not something that I just regularly listen to. But I know women that are barbs. They love Nicki Minaj. They breathe her. People are definitely listening to old stuff. and It's... It might actually be even future releases of Nicki Minaj, they said. They they just canceled Drake in 2018. So what I'm trying to say is most of Nicki's catalog might be, you know, put into that. You see what I'm saying? And Nicki Minaj, you know, herself could at least sold this for a lot more. But then again, it's not like she had it. Nah, she didn't have it. <laughs> she didn't have it. <laughs> so, you know, what I will What I will say is, you know, you know, some people don't understand the perspective. This guy definitely just made a hundred mil. That's big. Like a lot of people, we got so used to the idea that oh, a million. A lot of people don't even think a million is a lot of money anymore. Crazy people. I don't yeah, know what's wrong with y'all. Don't have a million. You cannot say that. So you, and then talking about just having one mil, one mil liquid <laughs> is something different because people will make a mil and leave the year without nothing. You see what I'm saying? So one mil liquid is is bananas. So you talking about this guy, hundred mil one time, all his? That's that's crazy money. But then you got to think about it from another perspective. 
there's people that make startup businesses. They have a company or they invent something, yada, yada. Long story short, it does well. It thrives. And after a couple of years, they go to cash in. Let me get my money. I don't have to be hustling and bustling as much anymore. My product is going global. I need to just sell it to someone else. They do what they can with it. I get my right. money. I'm out. And the type of money, usually those deals are around, would be this 90 mil, 100 mil category. Right, right. So, and it's not like they could have, they could have literally said, oh, I can just keep rocking my invention and I own it and I do it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I get it. Some people sell out. So all Lil Wayne did is what most tech most people that start up and do things do. Let me just go ahead and get this 100 mil right now. I ain't mad at that. That's a good perspective to look at it. Very good. Yeah. Right, so look, I'm a, I'm a, let me throw this at you now, man. You know, growing up with your parents <clears throat> and like my mom, anytime I wanted to do something creative, she would like doing this podcast. Um, she asked me recently. So uh, I was I was like, yo, I'm going to start a podcast. So she was like, okay, that's all good. How is that going? I'm like, it's good. <laughs> so she's like, how much money you made already? I'm like, whoa, <laughs> I just started like a month ago. It don't work that way. So like you gotta you gotta get sponsorship and you gotta build an audience. It's more funnier than that, cause him having to tell her that is another thing. You know, we actually share the same mother and you know, I think it's hilarious because she has done the same thing with me. I do music. And, you know, she's like, how's the music doing? You're making money. You're doing your thing. And I'm like, yeah, I'm doing my thing. I'm getting some money. You know, I'm doing my thing. And it's just like, how much you made? Like, she wants to know, know everything. And she just thinks whenever you do anything that's in this creative nature, that you're just going to make some money. Right off the bat. And I think it's hilarious because I know when we were young, she grew us up and was like, you know, if you go to jail, I'm not going to see you. She didn't want us in like, you know, to be drug dealers or anything. But right. that's the only thing I know that can make that money that kind of fast. Right, right. <laughs> so she asking us some drug dealer questions and she didn't want to live that drug dealer life. Drug dealers and in the week, you're like, how much you made some money? How much? I didn't make 10 stacks. What talking about? We hope something. <laughs> but it's crazy though how parents like they pass on their their views and their I guess socialization upbringing. They were on survival mode back then, and I'm saying like things are a little different now, and we're in a different space. And I know like what probably 80s, 90s when I went to school, they were trying to get rid of all the arts and all the extracurricular activities. So now in adulthood, it's coming back. Everything that we kind of got away from, we're doing now in real life. People want to start YouTube channels, podcasts, do music, do that. And that's everything they had to start throwing out of all the schools. Yeah. So you could actually make money on all these creative talents. Now. Even video games now. People streaming, Twitch, everything. It's- Word. You getting paid just to play video games now. Something a parent's nightmare. <laughs> Man, it's little kids that do nothing but sit and watch other people play video games. They ain't even trying to play themselves. <laughs> we live in different times. So, it's crazy, man. I really don't, like, understand that. So, like, it's like your parent would much rather you punch a clock day in, day out, 20, 30 years, already know what to expect for your life, and you actually trying something, going out on a venture. Well, I'll also say another thing, you know, um... This black kid, you know, coming from a single mother, um, I think the way that 
were raised because there is a gender difference without that father role is a little different. You know, as a man, I look at risk entirely different from my mother. You know, that's a that's a lady born in a different time. I'm a man born in, you know, a millennial. You know, we just we different age groups and then we're in different times. And in the world, for me, has constantly been changing. It's present. You know, I'm only 28, so I'm I'm still in this rapid world. I'm still considered young, but I'm still, you know, I'm gaining some some real mark in the world now because I'm of age. And it's like, you know, she doesn't understand what's going on. She doesn't know the type of struggles, you know, it, how relationships are now, how people are now, how money is now, you know. Give, right. me, give me an example of what you mean, how money is now. Like, all right, the whole idea on different ways to make it. Um, another thing, you know, we, we have this social media going on. So we, we look at things way different, like. I know this other day we had this uh this watch talk, you know. Back then it was like, oh, oh, I got this watch, you know. You got the Rolex. Oh, you got the Ronex. You at the pinnacle of everything, you know. And I feel like these rappers now, I guess they're getting so much money and they're willing to waste it in much more ways than the older people before us. They talking about they have APs, Richard Millies. And, you know, they're just they're talking about it. As if they're like their Rolexes. We're, we're talking. There are Rolexes that high. Yes, but they're talking about. One hundred, two hundred thousand dollar watches, like you know, like a SpongeBob watch from Burger King back in the day, and people she think really cost a Lambo. Yeah, and people think, oh man, that's attainable. I can get it. I'm like, oh, yo, no, <laughs> you have never made a decision like that in your life. Let's be honest. Like, how many people can raise their hand and said they let their friend or anybody borrow a thousand dollars? Just that, like, so you're willing to, like, yeah, I know that's letting somebody else do it. So you're telling me that you somehow get money and you buy a Hundred thousand dollar watch. Not saying anything's wrong with it. Live your life, do your thing. But I'm just saying the idea of referring to you know they're making it so prevalent in today's society. Like I know what a Richard Milley is, and it's like <laughs> so you. I right. I think you said that with all the music and uh, and movies we watch and listen to is desensitize us. Yeah, popular so, culture. Yes. So like a regular person who made thirty thousand dollars a year. If they heard that your else Papa just got a million dollars signing for his new podcast, they're like, man, that's no money. Even though they don't make that, but the way how <laughs> we're just socialized, well, with 20 right, million on a watch or just, whatever. Just a million? Like, what do you mean? You can live off of way less. Listen, there's a thing. I know when I was growing up, they said the average person <laughs> in their lifetime in their lifetime didn't even reach a mill. Or if you did make money, it was close to. You know, just one mil their whole entire life. Word. So with that saying, if you get one mil in cash, you pretty much have a life's worth. If like you might think you don't. A lot of people say it's so easy to spend a mil. Yes, it's a competition. I can spend it like nothing. But technically, if you're trying to live, trying to survive, trying to have a good life, trying to provide, you already have enough. Mm-hmm. Now. I know some people, you know, everyone has their opinion. Oh, that's not enough for me. I know if I'm making money, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. But I feel that. But when you have those conversations, the next thing that the next man will ask, what are you doing in your life to make those to make that kind of money? Are you hustling? Are you grinding? Are you working? Listen, I get tired. Everybody does. I don't care what nobody say. You do. It's tiring. When you're really trying to run up checks, you got to be creative. And even if you're being creative, you got to put in the effort. You got to put in that hard work. You got to have an idea. 
It's it's something like you don't just wake up doing nothing. Anybody that's made any type of money, no matter how easy or lucky you feel, they was consistent in what they was doing. So, and you can't make money without influencing other people. That's a fact, and that's something I had to learn. So, like, if if I'm selling like Apple, for instance, they made so much money because they changed and influenced a majority of most people in modern culture's life with this iPhone. Every single day, that's what you're touching and using and like. So that's why they so they made so much money in abundance. So like, what what other ways there is now of making money? You think? Um. Well, you know, just watching Killer Mike's thing and just listening to a lot of other things. Um, we're going back to a way. Things used to be a lot of things were not explained to us about back then that relates to now. So I feel like where everyone is trying to be more on the creative side. But what we know makes money are things like trades, like, you know, being an electrician. Those are definitely needed. being a plumber. People are always going to have plumbers like back then. The idea of black men was not why they just had the idea like these make money. These are necessity. So I will do it. You know, I feel like a lot of people now, like we, no one really wants to do the hard jobs. Like, you know, we just want to do something simple, fun at the same time and, you know, just just make money. And I think a part of that, that's cool, but I don't mind, you know, someone punching the clock and then, you know, on their off time focusing on that. You know, it could start off as a side hustle and make the transition. There's nothing wrong with the job. I have one. Will I have the job forever? More than likely not. I'm not mad at my job. A lot of people are, but you have to use your job as a tool, you know? Right. That's, that's one thing, though, that uh, my mom did instill in me. So, like, when I was around 18, 19, I wanted to go to full sale, and I wanted to be a music engineer. So she sat me down and was like, I don't think that's the best option for you to do, that you should... Um, Find out a way how to make money, uh, basically getting a regular job or a regular career path. And then after you start making money, then you can do what you wanted to do once you're able to take care of yourself. So, like, I really hated that, but that's basically what I I did. And it, it worked for me. But in a way, what's that? 15 years ago, you know what I mean? Like, I could have missed my window of doing what I really wanted to do. You definitely could have been something, or you could have found something, you know. It's not like that industry's for everybody. You might have, you know, went down, done good, and then figured out you needed to do something else. Or you don't know what kind of people would have brought you around. Who knows, you know? There's so many different variables in life that can change. (laughs) But at the end of the day, though, I'm still able to take care of myself. Gainfully, and still do mostly of anything I want to do. So it wasn't bad advice, but in a way, it, you know what I mean? It's still kind of in the back of your head. Damn, what if I would have went this other route? I'll say this, man. For anybody who is young, handle you first and then figure out who you are and then figure out what you want to do. At the end of the day, like, I know a lot of people don't want to be at their mama house, grandma house, whoever house. It don't matter. Like, I get it. Everybody wants their own, this, that, and the third, or you want your space. All right, cool. You know, 
I'm, I'm thinking you want those things so you can, you know, be a better version of yourself so you can work more towards yourself. So definitely grind, you know, get that area, get that space and then start figuring out ways for you to make things better for yourself. Yeah, when well, we met two chains that time, what he told you to do? We, we gave him a CD. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta give him more, more scenery. Uh, boy, we gave him a CD. No, he no, 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 you gotta, you gotta give nah, him more scenery. You gotta give him that. We met chains in his opening of Escobar one time. Okay. So we approached him. My brother was heavy in the music game back then. So we, we was like, I don't even know our intentions of what we was trying to get from him. But we just wanted to let him know, like, yo, we got that shit. <laughs> so you do whatever you want, but we got it. Or I say it's more like this. He chilling. You know, he chilling, man. I, so, you know, at the time, you know, I used to just keep my CD, like, on me. But not even in CD time. form. I had, like, a whole USB. A jump drive personalized yeah. with his album cover on it. Like, and his contact information on it. And this is, like, year 2016. So I'm yeah. ahead of the game, and you this know. Is like a, it's a business card. Pocket size jump drive, flash drive. So you, so you know, we go over there. He like, hey man, you know, he right there. I'm like, shit. He's like, go talk to him. I said, all right, bro, let's so go. CD. <laughs> so we go over there. I'm like, what's up, Chains? You know, nothing. You know, he talks to us. You know, and he he had some mans that was with him in his section that just weird as hell. He had like some pajamas on in the road. Well, it was two people. It was because he had some other guy that was dressing different. I think he was into like some fashion. He had like a white guy. And uh, the basis of the conversation when he was first talking, he was saying, you know, I was handing him a CD and had like the jump drive and everything. And he was like, you know, oh, I got the Rolls Royce or whatever. Like, can't you know, I can't, I can't even play CDs. But I'm like, oh, no, we got no, the jump we, drive. We got this. But at the end of the day, he didn't care. It but was- but I tell you the basis, you know, he was saying like, you know, he got the people and around him, and he was really trying to get into other things. Yeah. Like, he already just done music. He said that exactly. He was like, man, look, if y'all come with anything else other than music, I basically do want to listen more. So he's trying to, like, get out of music. Yeah, it's like for himself to be involved in something, he wanted to do something different sure. than that's, what he was that's already what doing. I took from that conversation. And then, uh, you know, his lasting words was, you know, as far as doing music, if I'm doing music, he said grind. Just grind, <laughs> you know, which is which is funny and it makes sense. But, you know, it's I feel like it's a lot more complex than just grinding. I know people right now with like over 200 songs and they ain't go nowhere. And, you know, can you consider that grinding? I would think so. Grinding. You know, but I feel like you got to be, you know, smart. You got to have a, you know. An idea of what you're doing, who you're trying to market to, how much money, you know, as far as budget you're trying to put up. Like, you know, it's so funny how most people think of rap, you know, they get some lyrics. Some people not even lyrically good, but they might be like, oh, I got this song idea, do this. And they have no idea how much money, how much promo, how much late nights, how much like even things that you got to be at events like, you know. You're talking to somebody that can rap. Some of these people don't really know how to talk to people. Some of these people don't know how to use a mic correctly. There's so many skills that you got to learn. And, you know, rappers, you know, we might think they're a musician and vocalist, but they always have more than one hat. They'll never tell you. You'll never know. But you got to be a businessman, number one, oh, nowadays. Bro. But you're a businessman. You're, you're, you're a writer if you do that. It looks like some people don't do that no more. Yeah. You're a performer at the end of the day. You're trying to make... 
It seems like you make most of your money performing. So if you got all these lyrics, but you never learned how to perform with somebody, like what you really doing? So you got a lot of skills that you have to obtain before, you know, you really have that rap hat and then respect it. I mean, like right now, I can honestly say you need me to go somewhere, man. You put that beat on shit. I don't even have to do my songs. I'll do whatever right then and there. Because you a real rapper's rapper. 90% of people trying to get in the game can't even do that, bro. Shit, I'll entertain. You ain't even got to rap. <laughs> y'all y'all want some funny shit? Let's go. But Word. it's all good. Do you think there's money in the music industry for, for someone that's not a high-tier rapper? Oh, 100%. I think rap right now is in a great place. A lot of things have changed um, because streaming and... You know, just getting popular is so different in today. Like, you can get popular on Twitter, a meme, TikTok, whatever. Uh, you can rap up just about anything. Your flow doesn't even have to be strong. You really don't have to be the best rapper. I can, you know, make a song, I'm outside with no socks. Uh, uh, yeah, and I am up on the block. Blah, yeah, blah. I just need uh, all my socks. socks oh, yeah, socks. I ain't got uh, no socks. And uh, they be like, uh, like, what is that about? That. My watch, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody on the block. And then look, and look, you make a video and it's funny, like you out there with no socks and you like running and people <laughs> and like everybody looking at you like, yo, dude ain't got no socks. And you like you try to talk to girls and they're like, yo, he ain't got no shoes, he ain't even got socks on. And I like, you know, she you make slave. Yeah, you make that like a content and then people like watch that video, they pass it around, like, oh, it's funny, this dude got a song about not having socks and you you go viral. Meaning you really just got to come up with an idea. You think of something that people can pass around, and there you go. Nas X. Yeah, I, I like Nas X. I like what I like what he uh I like what he did. I think his stuff was more than. I honestly think it was you know it wasn't all an idea because I don't think he was fully you know he was kind of making fun of the country stuff you know he lives in Georgia but. The idea was like, yeah, I like it. I heard this beat. I'm like, I'm gonna make this song, and it's cool. He didn't, you know. And then people took it, you know, the next way. They started doing their own things to it. Then, it was, then when it's time for him to make the video, he had all that stuff to go off of. Easy. But he didn't start it off with his own video by himself before the audio. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some people definitely do that, and that's what I'm saying. Like. You know, if you have a song and it can catch on, you can wait, figure out what the fans are doing and then make your video based on that. Or you could just hit them with the whole one idea. And, you know, that's it. Like, honestly, I feel like this funny stuff is is going a lot further than a lot of the actual music stuff. You make a, I mean, you make a funny song that people can pass around and people just genuinely enjoy. You got something that's gold. What's, what's the name of the dude that you put me on? Uh, that dude? Oh, um... Is it Pac-Man, BF, BFB, Pac-Man, something like that? I like what he's doing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely doing his thing. He, he do the funny thing. He knows his position, plays lane. It's very entertaining. Oh, he got other people copying more on that, too. I don't know if you know Guap Dad 4000. He just did a song with him. And they, you know, like, I guess the idea is say outrageous stuff that sounds wild and kind of catchy, but kind of funny, too. And just make a song. In the video, he, like... 
he, he painted himself to look like a white boy and stuff. He like, what you see what I'm saying? Like, some, like, why? What are you doing, man? They, they out here doing wild shit. And well, that's something people are going to talk about and pass around. They're going to pass around. They're probably going to watch it more than once, you know. And like the, the video you showed me with the, uh, the little white boy that had the girl sucking a lollipop, that was fucking hilarious, bro. <laughs> Talking about the, uh, that, that Draco VII. That was creative. I like that. The guap. <laughs> Young guap. Yeah, like, hey, man, you don't even... Cameras are so cool now, you don't even need, like, the best one anymore. You just need something with your face, a couple edits, and that's enough. You need imagery. That's it. Man, listen, like, even I was listening to um, Million Dollars Worth the Game, and I also, <laughs> and I also seen... Uh, like I went and looked for the song too. They had this song on there, like "Demon Time, Demon Time, Demon Time," and it's funny. Like everything he's saying is just hilarious. And um, you know, I just I just think that like, he had the quality of the song was not fully mastered. It was nothing Word. like, but it was good. <laughs> like and you be like, hey, like his song Dang. got like, I think it got like a mil now somewhere. Hey, I'm going back to Kelly. Yeah. That's all it takes. You just got to make your song. Push it. So what What am I doing wrong, bro? What I need to do to get on? Uh, Understand your market, first of all. That's that's definitely what you need to do. Then you need to understand yourself. Are you a spitter? Are you a flower? Are you a creative? Do you come up with ideas? What What can you do that you think I'm, I'm somebody like else a, will imitate? I'm more like a killer can French Montana kind of rapper. I know my position and I'm that nigga. Fuck with me. Okay, well, if that's how you feel, I'm a trendsetter. All right, so what are you doing to set a trend? I set trends without rapping, bro. I'm only trying to rap because everybody think I'm a rapper. I look like a rapper. Well, that's not. Got- I pull up with the Prezi on. Hop out with my SL five fifty. But that's not how it's gonna work. No rapper. That's not how it's gonna work through music. Right, right. You talking about an image? All right, you got the rap image. That's nice. That's cool. That's cute. <laughs> but uh you know you gotta at the end of the day there's somebody that's singing a song that's not theirs so the question is how do they relate how does it make them feel and is it worth repeating you know if you got things that's quotable great if you got like you know like yo like oh i know he went in there like i always like to Use the uh, Rocco example. I don't know if a lot of people listen to Rocco, but you don't even for the people that like him or don't like him. If you ever listen to a song by him yeah. when he go in the when studio, he, there's he, nobody better in the world. He, he, he don't even have to have the flies lyrics, but he just thinks his delivery. He's that guy. So you know this. So when you sing his lyrics, you need to feel the same way. That's that's his old idea. Got you. You got him Rocco on that shit. You need to feel like Rocco. So that's how you that's how you gotta feel. So if you that trendsetter rapper, you gotta have that style and that esque, and you gotta be able like I need to hear that persona straight through you on the mic. You know, some people do have that that lyrical flow and personality that just that's you can hear you. it through music. That's you. You can drop a flow on the drop of a dime, hit it back, and press rewind. Yeah, but you know, a lot. I feel like you know. Sometimes I'm channeling the lyric ability. Sometimes I'm just chilling. You know, sometimes I'm flowing. Like we, I don't know. I feel like I'm versatile. It just really depends on the beat or what I'm doing. 
you know. Like it's a lot of ideas I haven't already fully done yet, but yeah, in time y'all hear them, <laughs> y'all get them. It's nothing. But uh, we gonna end that for today. Fuck with me, Rain Banquo. El Falco. Oh my bad. Do your thing. Yeah, I'm out here killing that boy. I ain't know what he was doing. He doing pauses and whatnot. Rico Suave and yeah, <laughs> At Els Falco again. That's E L Z F A L C O. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, your mom's neighbor, all that shit. Word. Your mama's mama. <laughs> we out. Peace.